Purchase the Keep the Faith ebook and paperback on Amazon now at bit.ly slash keepthefaithbook. Keep the Faith, may Ana Tejano. Chapter 10 Monday was the last working day for the year, which technically wasn't even a full work day anymore because we were only required to go to the HQ for our annual Christmas brunch. We were all partied out from the party that we had with our donors, so it was just a quick gathering. Eat, exchange presents, and off we went to our respective vacations. The first order in my holiday break was the annual sleepover with Rain and Maya, whose last day of work was also that day. Year-end was usually the busiest time for all of us, so we made an agreement after our first year of working to set aside one night in December for us to catch up before the holiday rush completely got to us. I met them at the convenience store at the ground floor of my office. Rain was happily eating an ice cream cone while Maya was hunched over the microwave. She's hungry, Rain explained when I arrived. We can't check in for another hour anyway, so is it okay if she eats here first? Wait, I thought we were going to your grandparents' house. It was Rain's turn to host this year, and I was looking forward to it because she had planned to bring us out of town to their ancestral house. Rain shook her head. Oh no, I forgot to tell you. Lola Clara had some rooms repainted last week, so we can't have guests there until the fumes are gone. But Mark gave me a hotel voucher he received from a client. It's expiring soon and he won't be able to use it anymore since they're already in the province for the holidays. Oh, fancy, I said, trying not to let my disappointment show. I had been looking forward to going out of town, even if it was just three hours away from the city. And I knew her cousins would be there this time with the holidays too, and it was always very fun to be with the De Castros. Especially now that James and I were friends again. Listen, the others will drop by tonight. Is that okay with you? Sure. I realized that I might have sounded too eager, so I added in a calmer voice, Yes, it's okay. And while we're waiting, Rain continued, we can finally talk about what happened. Maya finally came back to the table. What happened? She put down her meal tray across me. What did I miss? James and Faith, Rain told her. We can talk about it now. I went to Rain's place right after I made up with James to talk about what happened, but I missed her by a few minutes when she left for a work emergency. Maya was out too, with Alex, her other best friend whom we didn't really know that well. He was sort of like a phantom friend we sometimes forgot about until Maya mentioned him, or if we saw him whenever we went to her house. The following days became super busy for all of us, so the dissecting had to wait a little. So are you guys back together? Maya opened her can of soda, its snap and fizzle punctuating to her statement along with the pointed look she gave me. What? No. I shook my head for emphasis, ignoring the small, excited tug in my heart when I heard what she said. No, we're just friends again. It's totally cool now. And it was. Once I got over the initial surprise from our encounter, I felt better. James had accompanied me until I was done with my groceries. I had hoped he would offer me a ride home, but he received a phone call and had to go. Sure, the disappointment lingered for some time, but I told myself that I should get over it and be glad that we were friends now. 
There were people who didn't have food and shelter. Who was I to complain about my ex-boyfriend not giving me a ride home? Maya looked at Rain, raised her hands, palms up in surrender. Hey, don't look at me. My boyfriend is on good terms with his ex, and I'm friends with her. And Faith's ex-boyfriend is my cousin, so I'm totally on board with this. I shot Rain a grateful look. But Mark is an exception to that rule, Maya argued. I don't think he could stand not being friends with everyone. Rain made a face at her, but said nothing. Gee, thanks for the support. Can't you just be happy that we're okay? I snapped. What she said about Rain and Mark were true, but why did it have to be different for me? What was so hard to believe about us being just friends? Can't I have more credit? I'm not saying that I'm not happy for you, Maya said, gentler this time, reaching out to squeeze my arm. Someone has to play devil's advocate here. I just want to make sure that this is the right thing for you. It is. Trust me, I insisted. It's totally cool now. I've moved on. You guys can move on too. So what are you going to do when he starts dating someone? Something sharp sliced through my chest, and the pain felt so real that I actually looked down to see if there was blood. When I looked back at my friends, Rain was eyeing me nervously, while Maya was calmly chewing the rest of her adobo, like her question didn't just shake my entire being. I reached for my water tumbler and took a long drink, hoping it would wash away the ache that pulsed with every worried beat of my heart. Is he dating anyone? I tried to keep my voice as calm as possible. Rain shook her head. No, he's not. I mean, not that I know of. But it will happen eventually. You know that, right? I nodded slowly. Of course I knew that. But the thought of it happening now... So soon after we had just become friends again, well, my hands had gripped the edge of the table, so I let it go. I flexed my stiff fingers and carefully folded them on my lap. If he starts dating someone else, then what can I do? It's his choice, not mine. And I have nothing to do with that anymore. I was glad that my voice had remained calm, despite the churning in my stomach. You know what's a good idea? You should go on a date. Maya's eyes flickered over my shoulder. Then she leaned closer, lowering her voice. Maybe with that cute guy who's about to walk through the doors. No, don't look! But I had already turned around and found myself looking at none other than Nico, who had just entered the store. His face lit up when our eyes met, and he made his way toward us. Hey, French fries, he said. I was looking for you. April told me you might be here. You were? I thought you went ahead. I didn't see you when I left the HQ. I just went down to the parking lot to get something from my car. Nico stopped, his eyebrows rising a little as he glanced at my friends. I looked at them and suppressed a laugh, not surprised that they were openly staring because he was making it hard not to stare at him. Instead of his usual dark colors, he wore a red v-neck shirt, jeans, and black sneakers. His gray hoodie hung over his bag that rested on his side, the black strap cutting diagonally across his chest. The shirt hugged him in all the right places, showing off his arms and lean body, the hem of the shirt falling cleanly around his hips. Some of his rough edges remained, thanks to the five o'clock shadow and the tattoos peeking out from under his sleeve and his collar. His hair looked neater, curling just below his ear. 
I clenched my fists, resisting the urge to push back the stray hair that fell just above his eyebrows. I blinked, shaking my head a little to snap me out of joining my friends in the staring contest. I stifled another laugh. Nico, these are my best friends, Maya and Rain. At the sound of their names, they snapped out of their trance and looked at me. Girls, this is one of my friends from work, Nico. He smiled at them and offered his hand, and Rain, surprisingly, stood up first. There was a little shuffle with the seats to give him room, but he held a hand up and shook his head. No, no, I'm not staying long, he said, smiling at them. I saw Maya grab the ends of the table, her face turning red. He turned to me, still smiling. I just wanted to give you something. But you already gave me a present. I have something else. He motioned for me to hold out my hand. He dropped something on my palm. A small, clear plastic bag that contained a thin silver necklace with a tiny French fries pendant made from polymer clay. I picked it up with my other hand to examine it. I found it at a bazaar yesterday. I thought you'd like it. His cheeks were pink and he looked nervous when I looked at him, like a little boy waiting for approval. I like it. I think this is my favorite of all the ones I got today. Thank you, Nico. He beamed at me and my stomach jumped a little. So you're flying home to Iloilo tonight? I asked, changing the subject. He nodded. Flights at seven. Don't forget to give my presents to the kids, okay? I had given him a bag of gifts to deliver to the people I served there. We'll make a trip the day after tomorrow, I promise. Thank you. The mission area was three hours away from the city where his family lived, so I was really glad he was willing to go out of his way. He pulled out his phone from his pocket. I'd love to stay longer, but I have to pick up Lucy, then pack. Bye, French fries. Bye, Nico. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. He took a step towards me just as I lifted my hand to wave. He hesitated a bit before waving back, then slowly turned to leave. As soon as he was out of earshot, Maya gave a low whistle. Where have you been hiding him all this time, Faith? I'm not hiding him. We work together. I sank back on my seat, my hand still clutching the necklace. Why does he call you French fries? Rain asked. She pulled my fist open to have a closer look at the gift, then passed it to Maya. It's a long story. You're smiling! Maya exclaimed, poking me in the arm. Why are you smiling? Do you like him? What? Nico? No! I reacted perhaps a little too vehemently. I opened my hand and she gave the necklace back. I slipped it into the main pocket of my bag and zipped it up to make sure it wouldn't accidentally fall out. He's just a friend. A hot friend, Rain interjected with a wink, exchanging high fives with Maya. Okay, but does he like you? Do you think he does? Maya insisted. I think you should date him. I laughed, ignoring the tiny flicker of excitement in my stomach brought on by her words. No and no. We're just friends. And besides, that Lucy he mentioned is his girlfriend, who, apparently, was flying with him to Iloilo. Perhaps she's his childhood sweetheart? Or maybe he was going to introduce her to his parents? Maybe he's going to propose? Lucky girl. Oh, okay. But if he was available, would you date him? Maya asked. 
Why are you asking me this? I asked in exasperation. Can't I just be friends with the guy? My friends exchanged looks again, and I suppressed a groan. Rain had often complained about how annoying it was when Maya and I did it to her, and I would laugh and tell her she was just a little sensitive. I take that all back now. I glanced at the door. Nico had started walking away, and he didn't notice that his jacket had slipped from his bag and fell to the floor. I excused myself, headed out of the store, picked up his jacket, and jogged to catch up with him. Nico, hey, I said when I reached him, glad he wasn't a fast walker. He turned around, his eyebrows going up. You dropped this, I added, handing him the jacket. Oh, thanks. His fingers brushed over mine when he took it, sending a slight tingle up my arm. I pulled my hand back quickly, the jacket almost falling to the ground again before he caught it. I blushed and looked down at my dress, wishing it had pockets or that I was wearing my own jacket so I could stuff my suddenly cold hands in them. Wouldn't want you to lose this, of course, I said. Wouldn't want to lose this either, he replied, eyes on me. Then he glanced at his watch. I really have to go, but keep in touch, okay, french fries? It's just two weeks, Nico. Still, he muttered. I'll see you when I get back. I lifted my hand to wave again, but he moved quickly and pulled me into a hug. Shocked, I took in a sharp breath and inhaled his scent. A mixture of clean soap, sweat, something minty, and a hint of coffee, before I relaxed. I hugged him back. It lasted for about five seconds tops, but I still felt the warmth of his arms around me even after he was gone, and I was back at the store with Maya and Rain. My friends had big grins on their faces. I realized that they had a good view of what happened from where they were seated, thanks to the glass walls. That sure was a friendly hug, Rain said with a wink. He has a girlfriend, I shot back, rolling my eyes. Girlfriend or not, Maya said, sighing dreamily, hand under her chin. Did you see those dimples? Oh, I saw them all right. This episode was sponsored by What Kind of Day by Mina V. Esguera. A senator's speechwriter accidentally joins a tour of his own city and through his passionate tour guide gets to experience a new side of Manila on what should have been the worst day of his career. Available on Amazon, Apple Books, Kobo, Google Books, and other retailers worldwide. Keep the Faith by Ana Tejano. Text copyright Ana Tejano. Narrated by Jade Albert. Produced by Tanya Arpa and Mina V. Esguera. Purchase the Keep the Faith ebook and paperback on Amazon now at bit.ly slash keepthefaithbook. Season 3 of the Romance Class podcast features an unabridged audio version of a novel by a Filipino author featuring a Filipino narrator. We do this to make the work of Filipino authors more accessible to more readers and introduce Filipino voices in more ways than one. Help readers find us by leaving a review or a rating in Apple Podcasts. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or any podcatcher of your choice. You can find the links to subscribe on romancepodcast.com. Subscribe, share, live tweet as you listen. 
add hashtag romance class so we can find your reactions and feedback. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, email mina at romancepodcast.com. Find more romance books by Filipino authors on romanceclassbooks.com. I met them at the convenience store at the ground, and it was always very fun to be with the De Castros. <laughs> Some of his rough edges remained, thanks to the five. Sorry, because we were only required to go to the HQ for our annual Christmas brush. Brush, brunch. It's a long sentence, I know. <laughs>